The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to help manage and grow your real estate media business. Online at Aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O.com. Welcome to Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I'm a co-founder and the CEO of Upmarket Media, a real estate media company based in Southern California. Oh boy, I'm excited. Here today, as usual, is Mark Corcoran, another co-founder, our CEO, Mark. Hello. Hey, hey. Back again. Yeah. And uh, producer Chelsea, also here today. Hello, everyone. Oh, Hello. <laughs> Well, the dream gonna, team is back. Yes, baby. Uh, yeah, the, the dream. Some people's nightmares are dream. It's all, all it's all here. So we're going to do something a little, well, a little different than what we've been doing, but kind of something that we had originally envisioned when we first uh, had the podcast is we're going to do like a quarterly check-in with Upmarket Media and kind of see how we're doing. Because part of this whole idea of the podcast was that, that we're going to uh, have our listeners come on our journey of scaling. And I feel like the, our episodes so far have been much more like, oh, we're going to handle this topic or we're going to talk to this person. But today is going to be a little more general where we're going to be able to talk about some of the little things that have come up that maybe wouldn't warrant a whole episode and that we're going to um, be just be able to kind of have a free-flowing conversation like we would almost if it was just Chelsea, Mark, and I having a, having a, a regular meeting about the business. So I think the first thing that we want to talk about is, oh, we are right at the end of summer here recording this. So welcome back, everyone. We just had some vacation. Chelsea, I, I, I know if anyone, as they should, is following you on Instagram, they just saw your trip to Italy and oh my God. Yes, I ate my way through Italy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, Mark, you saw that stuff, yeah, right? I'm I, looking at the stuff in Portofino, like, oh, there's a pretty good chance she might not come back. <laughs> like, it's like insane. Thought I mean, about it. Yeah. I mean, the food and the, I mean, that was like, and then even your son was like, all of a sudden had his, had his shirt only buttoned, like the, the bottom two buttons. I mean, yes. he was really living the Italian lifestyle. Well, it was then. very humid to be fair. Oh. That's why. <laughs> But he was embracing it. Okay, well that's embracing good. But you had a great time. Yes. All right. Yeah, and then I and then also at the same time I was on vacation, a little less glamorous, but we drove down the, uh, the Pacific Northwest and drove from Seattle to back down to Ojai. Uh, Mark, how'd that go? That was a dream for me, guys. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Great planning for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, for two weeks, a uh, whole two weeks, uh, both uh, myself and Chelsea w- were gone, leaving Mark here to handle everything, which, you know, taking over my role is not that big of a deal because what do I do? But uh, not having Chelsea. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, you've been gone before. Chelsea's been gone before. I'm, it's like when there's two out of the three of us here. Yeah. It's like we can kind of divide and conquer and get through everything we need to. Cause I'm obviously in the field a lot more than you read shooting still. So you were kind of taking more of Chelsea's admin stuff on, but man, having both of you gone, it was, it was a wake up call for me. Like, man, there's a lot that goes on. And it's like, even though we weren't super busy, our schedule wasn't maxed out. Right. We were busy enough. There were enough phone calls, emails, texts, right. Photos at, you know, all the stuff that there's goes on behind something. the scenes. And it's yeah. when that's all on you, it just, it took me back two years to, to pre-merger like, man. Oh yeah. And it was, but, but honestly though, looking at the schedule, it was slow Yeah, while we were slow. gone. Mm-hmm. It was slow. And even when it was slow, you still had problems. I mean, well, you know, had problems had, just like, you just feel like it's always on. There's no, there's no backup. There's no like, man, if these photos don't go out, you know, if I don't get these out, they're not going out kind of thing. So it's just like, it just feels like that pressure that was spread around a 
amongst the three of us just all comes back on right you. but you were able to have some assistance from nikki on the uh, admin side because she's been doing mm-hmm. the kind of last pass on the photos yeah right? so she's yeah she's been doing that when chelsea's here and then when she was gone obviously that was a huge help just to have her in the morning you know checking in getting photos from the editor doing that last pass letting me know hey i'm ready to go so right but when i'm shooting at 10 o'clock again. And if the photos aren't quite up, then I'm like trying to look at the photos on my phone to approve them. And it's just, you know, right. It's back to that. Like you feel like you're kind of on your own again. Yeah. How did this? So emotionally, how did you, how did you do? It was a day by day thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it went by, you know, it's when you're like in the zone and you got to let stuff, it just, it goes by like right. the first week vanished. And I'm like, man, I'm like getting through the second week. I'm going to make it. <laughs> So I guess, you know, it was a blessing and a curse that we weren't super busy, but right. it also, I think just kind of stepping back, it, it did let us see that systems, the streamlining of our invoicing and the photo editing and all that, all of these systems and processes that we've kind of worked on and put in place, mm-hmm. they're, they're working and they help to simplify things. Right. And there's not, I guess there's not one person at this point in our company that is like irreplaceable that just does one thing that only they can do. Right. Because, you know, if Chelsea goes, I can do it, you can do it. We can, we kind of spread that load around. So that let us know that, right. you know, business is, you know, we can take, we can take some hits. If a person or two goes down, we can still survive. Right. No, I think that's, a, that's a good feeling. I mean, I, I, uh, I felt good that you, they, I, I felt good that you at least had Nikki to help. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously Dustin and Marco were here, but they're, you know, more on the shooting side and, and, you know, and, and then they handled the video, but uh, having, cause I, I think if, if we hadn't been kind of working towards this for the last six months and kind of getting Nikki up to speed on, on doing the photos and, and, um, then that would have been a, pretty much a nightmare. That would yeah. have been tough. Yeah. I mean, I bought Laurel, my wife in a bit more and she helped, you know, when I was on a shoot or back to back, she had open phone and she was, you know, at least mm-hmm. if not getting back to people, she was like just recording stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. putting a preliminary hold on the calendar. So there were things that definitely helped. Right. Right. But yeah. And it was, you know, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit just to make you feel bad. But. No, I, I, you know, honestly, I don't feel bad one bit. So <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> it's like you went on to, uh, you had a vacation yeah. earlier in the summer and, you, totally. know, you know, so I, I think it's, that's, and you know, Chelsea deserves a vacation. Well, wasn't it the last vacation I took when we had our busiest week ever? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So it could have been worse, Mark. It could have been a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then Reed and I were both here and it's just, just having that person yeah. to bounce stuff and you know, make sure everything gets checked and balanced and all that is all good. Right. So right. it kind of let me know that, yes, yeah, stuff we have in set up place, set up in place is working, but it's also like we're still small enough and still vulnerable enough to like yeah. having two people gone is a large percentage of our like back right. gone. Right. So like. Right. It makes an impact. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you think we should hire more? I mean, what's our, I guess what's, what is the takeaway? So the takeaway is that things are the, the, the systems we've put in place are working. Um, but how could they work better? What can we do to, to make this situation a little, even more tenable than it was? Because, you know, in a year or two, hopefully we're at a position where Mark, you, like if there is a situation where there are these, you know, two of the main players out that you don't have to take everything on. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I hope because hopefully you're not going to be shooting as much within two years or right. you're, if that's what you want. But yeah, no, I hope to be shooting less. So it's, I guess it's, you know, just continuing to scale and delegate and bringing in 
I guess building up Nikki is probably the, the biggest, yeah. most obvious thing to Potentially, do. Potentially, but, but she's also, uh, and Nikki, if you're listening, I'm sorry, we're talking about you, but the, <laughs> that, you know, she has a, enough skills where she's also out photographing, which is mm-hmm. something we also need. So right. I don't think Nikki's, at least depending on what she wants to do, it would be like a straight admin. So mm-hmm. it's almost like we would need a, another admin, but I think we have to really pump up our business a little more. Yeah. Before I don't we feel like our admin, admin needs an admin. Yeah. No, yeah. So. <laughs> well, but we, but we have, you know, kind of filtered off or, or kind of peeled off some of those things that Chelsea has been doing to, to Nikki and to, and, and also streamlining, um, the systems, you know, the, the area and everything else. Mm-hmm. So the, like the, the stuff that, that, is on the day-to-day for Chelsea. While we keep adding to it, we've also taken th- some things off of it. Right? Yes. Like the photo <laughs> editing. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Of course. So the thing that we then need to do, um, and and we talked about this a, a, a bit in the last episode, which, and and thank you everyone. Uh, we had our, our business advisor, Jeff Alcasian on, on the last episode. And I, and I think that that episode, I was so happy. It really resonated with people. We got a ton of messages. Sorry if we haven't got back to everyone yet. We will. Um, but, uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, I really encourage you to go back and listen to it. Cause Jeff had so many great things to say about, um, you know, scaling the business. And one of his big things is marketing, marketing, marketing. And so, mm-hmm. Um, we still need to work on our marketing because I, I guess that ties into two of the things that we want to get into a little bit today is what are we doing for marketing? Is it working? What can we do to change? And also how have sales been? How has our marketing been? I mean, we just c- came out of this where we're, we have, um, we had a couple really slow weeks and this week is not, uh, and so we're recording this like the last week of August. So we're really r- ramping up into Labor Day weekend here, um, in, in the States, uh, which is, I think for, for me, traditionally the last couple of years with the pandemic have maybe been a little uh, different, but August was always one of my slowest months before we had the merger. Yeah. Um, it feels like, Oh, it's summer. It should be busy, but it's, you know, the back to school and all that. So it just feels like it gets in a bit of a low. Yeah. And, I, and, and, um, so I, so I think sales like overall, so if we're looking at, at this year, um, I, we have been up and I think we've been up. Uh, uh, you know, I usually run those numbers every month and, you know, it's ranged from like 5% to 20%, um, uh, up over year over year. And then I think June was our biggest month ever. Mm -hmm. And then July, we did exactly what we did last year. And then August, I haven't run the numbers, but it's gotta be a decent amount lower than what we did last year. You think so? I do think so. And I, and I think, Part of um, what we've seen in the increase in our um, sales has been because we raised prices this year and we raised prices a decent amount. I, I would mm-hmm. say probably at least 10%. Um, so anytime there's that bump in t- of 10% or less, that that's really just due to the pricing. So um, are we getting new clients? Are we selling more to our regular clients? And, and, and obviously the market conditions are such, and I know I've seen, there's been a broad kind of slowdown. It seems like just judging from kind of Facebook posts in the groups of, uh, you know, people are kind of feeling it. So, mm-hmm. but do you feel like we've been getting new clients? I mean, how, yeah, I feel like we're on kind of this, the slow drip that we've always kind of been on with the new clients kind of, you know, trickling in and it's, for me, I've always thought of this business as a referral-based kind of business. That's just how it's worked for me. I'm not saying that's the only way to get clients or even the best way, but it's always just been like, you know, new agents come into an office or people move around or they come into the industry and they look to see 
who the top dogs are using. And if hopefully that's us, they contact us, they get a referral. So we get people dripping in. So I feel like that hasn't really, I mean, this is just kind of my intuition because I know we do record it and we probably should look at the numbers and track it more closely. But yeah, I feel like it's hasn't really gone up or down. It's just a slow trick of maybe one, one client a week. What do you feel, Chelsea? Yeah, I feel like we've definitely gotten more this year than last year. Mm-hmm. I've noticed, especially in the last few months, I feel like there's been a steady trickle of new clients that come in. Um, but yeah, it's slow, but steady. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, like, how do we, how do we supercharge that? Right. That's like, we want right. to like put that on steroids and it's kind of like, for me, it's like, you know, the whole COVID thing is finally behind us. It feels like an Ola networking <laughs> events are like, are like yeah, there's in person stuff again that there wasn't before. So sure. if there's a networking event, if there's a silent auction at the Realtor Association, whatever it is, we're right. like in there, we're getting involved, we're sponsoring it, we're giving right. away stuff, we're, we have a presence. Right. So I feel like agents are seeing us, we're building our brand, Right. we're but, out in the community, but it's just, it's hard to measure that stuff. It's like, is that working? Like how many clients did we get from this one event? Was it worth it kind of thing? Yeah, well, I think even if you get one event, like it, it um, I, I think it works. And I mean, I don't know, the, the marketing, it's like sometimes like, like sometimes I, I think about even just with our, our podcast, you know, Aereo's our presenting sponsor and you're like, well, they do it. They get their name out there, but do they actually get clients from it? And, mm-hmm. and even if they do, is it worth it for them? But we got an email over the weekend and of someone saying, Oh man, I, you know, I'm going to start using, I heard about Aereo and I'm going to start using Aereo. Mm-hmm. And I emailed Brandon cause I'm like, Oh, I don't know if they used our code. I just wanted you to know. And he's like, Oh yeah, we've had a you know bunch of people sign up. Okay. Uh, from the podcast. And then you're thinking about it. It's like, well, they only really need, you know, if it's a good client, they only really need one or two or three and it, and it, and it makes it all worth it. And so mm-hmm. they're getting right. their name out there. So I, so really when you think about it, even when we're spending a few hundred bucks, cause we just, I think did, um, uh, a deal where we had to pay three or 400 bucks and then yeah. we printed out postcards or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably costs us 500 bucks to do the event, but if we get one client out of it, I mean, it, it is worth it, right? Oh, it's so, always worth it. Yeah. I mean, a couple shoots and you're done paying for it and then hopefully they're locked in for life right. and right. Continues. And then you right. get referrals off of them. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's all just mushrooms, right? But it's like, you know, it just feels like you go, you shake hands, you hand out some cards and it's like, I guess in your mind going in, you think, oh, the phone's going to blow up tomorrow. All these yeah. It's just like, yeah. you know, it's not how the industry works. People well, don't right. have listings. Yeah, exactly. It's just they like, have to have listings. That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing is you can make all the connections you want, but if those realtors don't have listings, they're not going to get any work. Yeah. So it's that slow kind of brand building stuff that I, I know pays off and I know is worth it, but it's like, right. Well, and, and we've been working on our brokerage presentation. <laughs> <laughs> We've been killing those, man. Yeah. They've been going really well. Yeah, Chelsea, actually, you made one up and you, you made up all the slides and everything. I right? did. It's ready to go. Yeah. We just need to. We just need to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is, and and when we had our uh, Mark and I had a call with Jeff uh, a few days ago, and we talked about marketing, of course. Um, we noted that both Mark and I have been saying, I think since we started our businesses eight, nine years ago, that we're going to go do brokerage presentations. And I still have yet to do a single <laughs> one. And I think Mark mm-hmm. is the same. We haven't done it. Now we've even been able to have Chelsea make up the presentation right. for us. So we're ready <laughs> was, to go. Like literally all we have to do. And I think Mark and I can talk about this stuff in our sleep. Mm-hmm. So all we have to do is just figure it out and actually go do it. But it just doesn't seem like we can do it. I don't know what the deal is. I've, I got a little bit closer than you. Like before we merged, I had one booked. Oh, you did? On the calendar. I was in the office. I had the presentation all linked up. 
I get there with a the laptop and suddenly their like PA system went down and like I couldn't connect and there was, oh, so-and-so hadn't showed up. And it was just like, I was literally standing there ready to do it. And they're uh-huh. like, oh, let's try to do this next week because it's just not going to work out today. So the plug got pulled and then I never went. <laughs> I was <laughs> no. literally like, I mean, man, why is this so hard? It seems so simple. Yeah. And, and I do think it would be, I think it would be effective. I, I think, I mean, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I mean, right now, if we're trying to build into a certain part of our county and people are seeing our name, it's just a name. If like if right. we're there in front of right. them, we put a face to that name. If we do a great presentation, they see what we offer, they like us. I mean, that's such a big part of it. It's like, who are the people behind this company? What do they like to yeah. work right. with? Do we like them? And it's, you know, But why have we not been able to do it? I, I, I can't put my finger. I mean, I, I just I, like, I, I don't know. I like, I don't have a fear of like talking in front of people. Or maybe I do. I mean, it's not is, my favorite thing to do, but it's like I'll do it, especially if you're there with me chatting away and I'll just sit in the corner. <laughs> you know, I just remembered too, I haven't told you guys, when I was gone, a friend of mine in Ventura just got his real estate license uh-huh. and posted something on Instagram and I reached out to him and said, hey, if you need a photographer uh-huh. or videographer, um, Upmarket Media. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I know Upmarket Media. Their stuff is awesome. I didn't know you were involved. And he's oh, like, I'm huh. for sure going to reach out. So All people right. do know about us. Right. Yes. Especially newcomers. So those okay, presentations well, need to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, they already know about us. We don't have to. No, we, we do need to do the presentations. I, I guess I just, I'm, I'm trying to put my finger on like what it is about that, that holds us back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I it's really just don't one know. One of those things of, you know, a multitude of things that's on a list that we just never prioritize, I guess. It just never yeah. makes it to the top of that list. Well, what did you think, what if we had, and this is kind of something that we were, that, that we've been kind of batting around a little bit in our, in our minds and maybe it's just a fantasy, but what if we had like a salesperson who's not you or me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we had the right person who was out there, I feel like. That could be huge. If that was their all they focused on. Yeah. And it was, you know, somehow commission driven. And that was just like, that would be huge. Yeah. I just wonder if we're big enough. Mm-hmm. And in we, we mentioned it to, to Jeff on our last uh, meeting and we were like, well, what if we, you know, had that? He's like, ah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are big enough because the salesperson is just, you know, what, what are they doing? Are they just taking over the stuff that you and Mark are doing that, that, yeah, it, that we're too lazy to do or yeah, don't want to well, do or well, whatever. Was, that was the, how he framed it though. was like, mm-hmm. Oh, they're just, they're just going to take over what, what, what you and Mark are doing and you guys are doing it anyway, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, well, wait a sec, Jeff. I think Mark and I have this list of all the things we should be doing but we're not actually doing a lot mm-hmm. of those things. Yeah. For 18 what, months in, we haven't gotten to it. It's yeah, like, maybe for, it's not going to get done for whatever reason. And then Jeff was like, changed his tune. He's like, well, I don't know Then maybe, uh, maybe it's not a bad mm-hmm. idea because you, you want to have someone doing it. Right. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, it's like, you're always thinking, well, this is going to initially be an expense. Can we absorb that of course, expense? Of course. It's so it's like, can we afford it? But then the other thing right. is like, can we afford not to oh, do it? Yeah. Like, can yeah. like the potential, of what that person could do if that was the right person plugged in. Like, right. And I think just hearing you guys talk about it, it's making it, it, you know, you hear that it doesn't seem like something you guys want to be doing. So Uh in the discussion of scaling and 
offloading work and delegating things, then maybe that's something that needs mm-hmm. to be delegated. <laughs> well, right. It's, it's just if you not listen, something if you guys you, want to be doing. If you listen to the last episode too, uh, when when Jeff was talking about what do you need to do to scale, is write down all the things you do. Write down the things that only you can do. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think this is something that we've always felt like only we can do. Yeah. Right? Oh, we're the right. head of the company. We need to be the face of it. We need to be there presenting right. it. No one knows right. it like we do. No, well, no one, one and no one and obviously we we've built the our respective companies and this company uh for a reason. And part of that is because we can sell, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you just go out and do good photos, that doesn't that is not enough to build a business. You have mm-hmm. to also be able to sell. Right. So for whatever reason, you and I probably have different styles, but we're able to sell. We're, we're able to to in those networking events, make those connections, make p- people feel comfortable, want to work with us. Mm-hmm. So, and that's not necessarily going to be the same personality traits or the same, you know, investment level that our employees are going to have. They're not necessarily going to, going to, because we're, it's our livelihood on the line and we got to, right. we're building the company and employees, well, it's just a job and I they like it, whatever, but it, it's just not invested in the same way. Totally. So unless you have a salesperson who works on commission, then they're very invested. Right. Yeah. They're very driven for that. So Right. So but, maybe the trick would be having the right person going to caravan or something with one of you. Right. A few times, mm-hmm. you know, for the yeah. first month. So people start associating them with us. Right. With your face. And then they can go off on their own. Yeah. <laughs> Work their magic yeah, for like you. I wouldn't just hire a salesperson and send them a PowerPoint and, you know, have right. them go to a broker yeah. presentation. Right. It would have to be, a, like you said, a slow kind of transition yeah. to make sure, especially if they're not someone from the industry that fully understands all the stuff that we can offer. Right. 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 Well, yeah, you're not going to find someone who's like a photographer, probably. I mean, mm-hmm. the photographers are weirdos for the right. most part. I mean, that's yeah. no, true. I mean, yeah. that's coming. Yeah. That's why we're, we're all, behind the lens, <laughs> yeah, exactly. not yeah. in front of the camera. Especially <laughs> this industry, like our dream shoot is like a lockbox with no right. people, right? Right, right, right. So it feels like a risk for sure to even think about it or to try to find the right person and to hire that person. But it's like, but that's how you felt with me too, right? That's how you felt with you? Isn't that how you felt with me too? Kind of a risk, mm. trusting someone to we schedule to, and we were yeah. more ready to jump in. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, be, yeah, well, and that's the thing is, I think with the admin stuff, it does. It feels much more crushing and immediate. Like right. if I don't, like I have to do this. Like I don't have to. Like even as you know, take Jeff out of the equation. What he always talks about, but I, we don't have to market. We have a business. We're fine. Right. You know, if we want to grow, we have to market. Yes. If we want to make, you know, obviously we have to market. But if we don't do any marketing for a month it's like we can get away with that in our minds because it's like, oh, we're just focusing on the other stuff. With the admin stuff, it was like, no, I need to like, you know, not right. work for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the beauty of real estate photography is all the repeat business. It's not right. if we were a wedding photography business, oh, yeah. then marketing is like 100% of what you're doing all the time because it's yeah. a one-time deal. Yeah, so, You know, we have all that built-in business, so it's easy to kind of sit back, I guess. Yeah. No, but, but no, that's it, Chelsea. I think there it was... Absolutely, you know, we have to get in the frame of mind to be able to let go and to do it right. to ha- to have you come on. So it, it, it is it is the same, and it is it would be weird having someone else out there mm-hmm. kind of representing the company. It would be weird. in those situations. Yeah. Like what's what are they saying? What are they? You know? Yeah, but it'd be great because mm-hmm. I would not be there <laughs> talking to realtors. I would be doing something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the other beauty is you could have that person in the areas where we want to focus our expansion, and then you guys could still do it in our key areas. So like right. Reed, well, you could do it in Ojai. Mark, right. you could do mm-hmm. it in Ventura. Right. And then that well, other person could go to Kaneha Valley. Right. And well, they could, mm-hmm. no, they, they could, <laughs> I think they could cover Ojai. 
you know, <laughs> you want to, but you want to establish it. But again, it's also kind of pulling Mark and I back from being the face of the company, even right. with our mm-hmm. old, even with our, our legacy clients. Yeah. Um, that, that then if there's, it's just getting people comfortable with the new people. So that right. way in, you know, a year or two years or did you ever, did you, fin- did you listen to the whole Jeff episode? I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. You I finally heard, it, yeah. that, heard I was, that where I said, I didn't want to work in the company. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing yard work on Sunday like, with my earbuds and like listen to it. There were a couple of laugh out loud moments. That was a good one for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I did feel like, I don't know if I um, ever really said to you like, Oh, I don't want to work in the day to day. Uh, after five years, you know, within five years, I was like, oh, I probably should have mentioned that to Yeah, Mark, No, not a surprise. I mean, okay. you're not really shooting in the day to day. So I feel yeah. like that's like oh, most yeah. of it, but oh, you're yeah, still somewhere. involved and oh, like, yeah. you know, checking yeah. photos and doing stuff that you're, you know, still pulling back from. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. So that's, I think a good first half of the show. So we're going to do a little ad. We're going to do our social media sidebar. We have some, I think we do have good stuff for that. And then, yeah, we'll have a lot more and we're coming up with action items as we speak. So don't worry. They're going to happen. all know it by now the presenting sponsor of our show is aereo like aereo is the best use them i think it's that simple i mean what what else is there to say I don't chelsea think we need to say much more they're the best mark are you concurring <laughs> yeah i mean yeah when you guys were on vacation and we had our aereo invoicing that was like a total oh, time yeah. saver lifesaver that was great oh so, yeah. yeah no that was good mm-hmm. that was good. okay boom you if you have aereo you can maybe go on vacation i think that that is <laughs> uh, that i mean and Honestly, for I know a lot of people listening, that's actually a pretty big uh, enticement. So if you use the code upmarket at aereo.com and you're a new user, you'll get 15 free bonus listings. Do it now. Okay, social media sidebar. Rate, review this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. That really, really helps us out. Thank you so much for all the nice reviews. We're, we're so happy about those. Um, also, follow us, our social media. We're UpMarketPod on Facebook and Instagram. Send us a message there. We love to hear from everybody. Um, so as far as social media goes, I don't know that we have like any big news, but I actually have like a pretty big, I have a pretty big thing, like almost like a, a social media life hack for people. Yeah. Because... Um, something happened to me recently that I think I, that my experience can be instructive for people. So, um, and this isn't really business related, but I think this is like, this will make your life better is so on Instagram. Now, if you're just like looking around on Instagram, as you guys all know, we've talked about a million times, reels, reels, reels. And so there's a ton of like suggested reels based on, you know, your, I don't know what, based on who you follow or your Instagram Mm -hmm. or, or, or whatever. So if you're looking through those suggested reels, Whatever you do, do not tap on one that would is like a blackhead extraction reel. Mm, <laughs> those are juicy. Oh my god! Because then, no do, pun intended. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what happens if you tap on one? Then your entire suggested feed mm-hmm. is the grossest things that you have ever seen in your so life. Gnarly. Like, oh. how does that come out of oh, a human oh, being? Oh, yeah, no, and it's just constant. <laughs> so I'm guessing you did this. I tapped, <laughs> yes, I did it. It wasn't even on purpose necessarily, or maybe mm-hmm. it was. I don't know. But oh, no. I, oh, 
I, it, but then, your new fetish reading. Yeah, it's not a fetish, but then, you, but then it, it's like you're on there and then you kind of can't help but watch them. And then all of a sudden you watch two more and then, oh, you, the, the, your life is completely over. Right. Yeah. That's all you, that's all you all see. All the retargeting comes in. No, know? well, exactly. And then like there was even like, and then you don't even know what like body parts these are coming out of. There was one, <laughs> no, I know no. it was swear. It was like, there it was like, uh, there's this black head coming out and it's right next to like, I kid you not, a labia. And, Holy cow. Yeah, and then I realized, oh no, that's not a lab- labia. That's an elderly man's eyelid. And I didn't, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't know a bit until, 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 until he blinked. And I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. this is, you, you know, know a labia from an <laughs> eyelid? <laughs> well, you watch that video, Mark, and see if you can tell. But oh, it boy. is, oh my goodness. I, this is, Wow. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I like that is like some pretty big uh, advice. So okay. uh, take so it from me. We learned what not to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You scarred me now. I definitely yeah. <laughs> won't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and if I, I ever see it, I yeah. will. But yours are probably all cooking ones. That yes. you, you, yeah. Yeah. Cooking and dogs. Oh, That's dogs. Yeah. Oh. See, I, well, I'm not a dog person. Yeah, I know. So, so I, well, I don't get the dog <laughs> ones. I get like blackheads. I black always heads. look at the dog ones. Blackheads and bikinis, and I try not to tap on the bikinis because I don't <laughs> mm-hmm. want to be like a perv. Right. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, but you you don't Mac. have a personal Instagram, so you just have the mm-hmm. a, a market one. That's pretty much it. So what? what yeah, whatever what we Mark get? clicks on, we'll know. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. That's Everybody right. Knows. <laughs> yeah. I click on some stuff because I'm just that's my only access to Instagram. Yeah. Sure. sure. My outrigger canoe stuff. My you know whatever. Oh yeah. Your, stuff that yours I'm into. are all like you know. Mark over here, like clean fun. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you both clean fun. I'm blackheads and bikinis. I don't. I don't even your tap eyelids on the bikinis. <laughs> oh, oh. But Chelsea, so again, we got to be following you, and I think I, I, I'm getting the sense that you're going to be doing more like cooking reels. Trying to, yeah. I want to yeah. make sure I have my creative outlet on Instagram. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out what works for me and my schedule. Because I'm really bad at writing down recipes. So uh-huh. like I having a blog, yeah. that whole thing never worked for me in the yeah. past. I uh-huh. tried it and it's just not me. I hate recipe blogs anyway. It's like yeah. just 10 acres of words of, of stuff mm. I don't care about. Yeah. Just get to the recipe, man. I don't care about your, your <laughs> exactly, uncle. Exactly. And I hate that too. Um, but it's just hard for me to kind of channel that. And I obviously want to have my own take on it and stand out. But right. I don't know what that means. So. Right. So how, where are we following you for, for your food stuff? Um, on my personal Instagram, which is Chels Froelich, C at C-H-E-L-S-F-R-O-E-H-L-I-C-H. Yeah. And I think you'll be able to see, go back to, to your Italy posts. Yes. I mean, honestly, the food was like, just, I, I keep yeah. talking about it. I mean, it was like, it was insane. It's amazing. I ate all that food and lost weight. Believe that or oh, not. Oh wow! All the sweating, I mean, I, I do guess. believe it. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you get in like twenty thousand steps a day, and the food is just cleaner there. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the seafood, the pasta. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, it's just you're not eating highly processed. Well, and the everything. portions are a little smaller. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, not like but going... you eat twice as much. So. <laughs> you just order two <laughs> of do, everything. Oh yeah, you guys were yeah. ordering it up. I mean, um, I might yeah. be changing my Instagram name too to something more like. On the cooking side, but we'll oh, see. Smart. Well, I don't we'll, know. I'm debating. We'll announce it on here if you do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, any other social media trends? I mean, we've been doing reels uh, for people. People like mm-hmm. them. Blah blah blah. Reels. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're you know, some people like them. Some people like me. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. So. Yeah. But I noticed yeah. Instagram changed something. There was some announcement. Like you used to, if you posted a video, mm-hmm. it would just go out as a video post. 
you had to specifically post a reel for it to be a reel, but now any video you post is a reel. becomes a reel. Which Instagram is, good. is always changing things. Because it's yes. like I always used to fi have to figure out, all right, I got to make a vertical format mm -hmm. video for it to be a reel. But now if you just post a regular like property video as a video, it becomes oh. a reel and gets put out and gets seen as a reel. Okay, but does it uh, does it fill the frame or is it still the... No. So okay, it's still so the, letterboxed. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, it just, it just shows as a... Yeah, automatically. On your, on your feed, it just shows like a regular, it's not letterboxed. Okay. But if I think if you're viewing it in reels, then it's whatever. But what? I, okay. I, don't, I don't know what that means. I think I, it just gives you into this. access to like the reels algorithm and it's just, it's better. It's, yeah. Yeah, well, just, why weren't they doing that before? They weren't. So the older video style and Instagram TV and all that stuff, it's, it's a whole reels now. They're just focusing everything towards reels. So right, whatever call, that means, it I'm, means. I'm calling Zuckerberg. All right. <laughs> we'll be back. Let's talk a little bit about how uh, how we feel like our offerings are. Like, are we, you know, we moved to kind of promoting packages this year. Are we doing packages? Uh, how is that going? You know, we've added reels in. Is there anything else we want to add in? I mean, Mark, how are you feeling about uh, about what we're offering and and I mean, what, what people are interested in? Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like we're offering, you know, all the course, core services that we need to be. We're maybe we're not lacking in anything, and I right. feel like our packages. You know, I feel like they're they're not where we would maybe hope they yeah. would be, but they're they're definitely people that have been like, yeah, I'm a package person, or I get this kind of listing, this is a package deal kind of thing. So they're working for right. certain clients, and I'm you know I feel good about the packages that we have. I don't feel like we need to reconfigure that. No, but I I think we could push them more, and I'm and yeah. I'm hoping that with the you know the one thing that I think we do need to do more is keep pushing this uh, ordering through the website, ordering through the app. Cause they think that when, when people have to like scroll past those, when they're, mm -hmm. when they're, when they're ordering, I think that that can help nudge people. Yeah. Just um, having exposure to them. Right. It kind of right. hurt. So we kind of rolled yeah. out trying to push, um, people to, to book that way. And, and we've seen an uptick, but not a dramatic uptick. I mean, mm -hmm. are, are we reminding, are we having like, when we send out the emails, uh, uh, do we have it where it says, Hey, next time, you know, book on book online. No. no, no. And I actually got a text yesterday on a Sunday afternoon from a client and then we're going back and forth. Oh, what do you got Tuesday? I'm like, yeah, I got back to them and they're like, oh, don't worry. Next time we'll order. We'll use the order form. Like they, they knew about it, but oh. they were still like, it's almost like they were stuck or but, like but they're so used to a certain way. Since it's Sunday, I thought I might as well just bother you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we should create a, um, a text template that you guys can send whenever a schedule inquiry comes through on the weekend mm -hmm. and then have yeah. open phone do it automatically. Well, we have done open phone. We changed up. So for open phone, our phone system that I think we detailed in, in I think the admin episode a long time ago is, uh, the, the um, all the calls to market media and texts go to all three of our phones, uh, and anyone can answer it. So basically, you know, we're running through an app and, and if you want open phone, it's amazing. I'll, I'll put our promo code in the, in the show notes. Um, but we did, and we all, one of the things you can do with open phone is you can set your business hours. And so I think after like 7 PM, mm -hmm. um, which I think officially our business hours end at five, but you know, we, we give people a little leeway after seven, any text or call that comes in gets an auto response saying, Hey, we're closed for the day. We'll get back to you first thing in the morning. And then we add it in. If you would like to book a shoot, use our, and then we oh, link, we to, we link okay. to the order form. Yeah. yeah. Boom, boom. They just click it. It goes right through. 
Yeah. Well, so. then you guys need to just copy and paste that and send it if you get mm-hmm. it. And I did. I got, a, I got a second <laughs> inquiry like on Sunday night, last mm-hmm. night from a client actually asking me, oh, what's the best way to book? I tried an old email and it bounced or something. So oh. I sent them the link and then boom, this morning there were two orders in our area system. So ah, it's like, yeah, we converted one. So okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, that's good. No, just, I think that's a, that's, that's a good idea, Chelsea. But I think we also need to, um, you know, be promoting the app, promoting the online ordering in every communication. It should just be part of our, almost like the, the email signature and like the, mm-hmm. the delivery email from the, that we send through Aereo when okay. we're yeah, delivering. We can do that. We content. can update that for yeah. sure. No, cause I, I, I think we want to really, I think that's really going to make our life better when we, when we do that. Um, I, I want to check, you know, we haven't talked about it in a while, but I want to check in about our, uh, cinematic twilight videos, mm-hmm. which, uh, you can look on our website of market.media. Um, and we have our kind of flagship cinematic twilight video, um, that we rolled out probably about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, really taking the world by storm. Oof. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something I found, it popped up in one of the groups. It kind of was this new buzz, like, oh man, someone posted this video from Australia and it's like transitioning from day to night and everyone's like, whoa, how'd you do that? What were your settings? How'd you, you know, everyone's trying to figure it out and everyone, I think that was into it kind of figured out their own way to do it or, you know, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. were like, we, oh, this reverse is cool. engi- we reverse engineered it. Yeah. So we figured it out. Dustin, you know, I got it dialed in in the field Yeah, and we're like super excited to launch it. Like this is going to be, you know, yeah really allow our top end agents to stand out and they're going to yeah. do it on every high end listing. And it's just like, mm. yeah, no, and we've done a few. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been worth it. I feel like it, 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 it did enable, we've been able to post it and people are, Oh my God, that's so cool. So I think it did help people associate being really cool with our brand. I mean, yeah. of course. It shows that right. we're on kind of the cutting edge, right. And we're doing different right. stuff, but yeah, we're keeping up with, but but the, the price, but the price point for it, right? So I think we're charging like twelve hundred bucks just straight up for it, which is mm-hmm. which is for at this point for video on the high side. I mean, that's what I used to charge a long time ago for like two minute long property videos when we were first started doing video. But um, you know, because now we have our core video product, which is like three hundred seventy five bucks, which is the thirty to forty five second property video. Um, boom, 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 and uh, this. Yeah, it's twelve hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and 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 I think it really needs to be that price because it's a pain to to do. It takes Dustin a long time to shoot it. He's got to be there during the day. He's got to be there at twilight and after twilight. So it's like, and especially in summertime, you know, you ended up being there pretty late at night. Yeah, it's very time consuming. For yeah, sure. So and, and so it's not something that we ever thought. Oh, we want to be doing two or three of these a week mm-hmm. uh, because it's just that we didn't have the staffing or you know, and it's right. also a quality of life thing, you know, too for for our staff. So. Yeah, I think um, ideally one or two a month would be doable. And, yeah, and good, that right? just hasn't really happened. It's just, yeah, there's been a couple clients that like them and have used yeah. them on certain listings and everyone else is like, oh, well, that's really cool. Yeah, we've done, yeah, we've done a few. I mean, are you talking about it to people anymore? Um, I did bring it up recently. I forget which shoot it was, but yeah, they just wanted the quick, just photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, barely no, even no, doing we're a video. I think alone. Twilights right now are like already a pain- enough because yes. they're so late. So right. people are just like, I don't want to hang out there for five hours. Uh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Neither do I. You know? Um, and they don't want to disrupt their clients and make them wait yeah. and leave. And we, we launched it. We did like our first and our only, I guess, Instagram, like kind of giveaway thing to try right. to like promote it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're giving away a free one. If you comment, if you like, if you share it and it was, you yeah. know, it got some good engagement. But since then, I guess we yeah haven't really done much, I guess, to 
No, to no, we there. haven't. Yeah, we haven't been putting it out there. You know, Brokerage like featuring presentations. It. Yeah, brokers presentations. <laughs> yeah, but it is still nice that, that when we have when we do the brokers presentations or when we have a, like a video reel going at a at a networking event, um, uh, just on a screen that that's a pretty flashy thing. So I think exactly. that even if we don't sell a lot of those, I think it is actually a, a good thing for us to have in our arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it makes us stand out. Yeah, sure. and and so I, I guess though I, I would say it has been. A a little bit disappointing. Uh, but we have sold enough. We we've sold them. I mean, I think ultimately, you know, even the amount we had to pay on like R and D on that, um, you know, we made our money back. We've done okay with it. Um, mm-hmm. but it hasn't. And I think it did get us that one big job. It was like a for sale by owner one, like, where, right. you know, that oh, giant, like right. 6,000 square yes. foot house. And I think <laughs> having that video got us that gig. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like, that was like a big job. So I think, you know, even if it was just for that, it, it, it was worth it. Um, so it, we have that product. So I, I, we are, and we've kind of added reels in, in the last year, but, but we should always be thinking, I think of like, what else can we add in? And the one thing that is on my mind because it just came out mm-hmm. is the DJI just put out the Avada mm-hmm. in the tagline born. <laughs> Born to fly. Uh, so an FPV drone, uh, and it looks like it's pretty accessible, pretty easy. It's like, I think if you get the fly more package, uh, with, which comes with a couple batteries, it's uh, the, and the professional package is like 1500 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? I mean, Chelsea? they have an FPV drone already, right. That I've seen some people use, but this thing is like way more compact. It's just like, yeah. it seems like it's, it's got the it's, prop guards on it. Yeah. It's yeah. just made. If you're ever going to try to fly through a house, then this is the drone you want to try to use. Yeah. And, you know, so I, you do see some FPV videos out there and I'm wondering that, do we think we could sell that if we, if we were doing, and it's almost like a real style style video where it's, you don't cut, right? So it's just, Mm -hmm. you're doing like a minute long fly through, through a house. Yeah. Yeah. It's a single take kind of. Yeah. I think so. Because especially with reels blowing up the way they are, it's a smoother Mm -hmm. flow. Yeah. Through the house, which will look nicer. Yeah. I mean, I do wonder if it's gimmicky and it's mm-hmm. not, it, it's not here to stay, but at the same time, if we can sell a gimmick for a little while and it works, I mean, you know. Yeah. I yes. mean, it's not expensive enough where it's a bad thing to have in the back pocket. No, but you know, so, okay. But so let's, let's game this out a little bit. It's 1500 bucks and then it's going to cost the training on it. I feel like it's going to be the experiment. You know, we're going to have to experiment. You're yeah. not just going to be able to yes. grab the drone and go. And no, go I mean the control, shoot. it's like this pistol grip thing that you're, it's like completely different from a remote. I think you can use a regular remote maybe, yeah. but I don't know if that makes it sense. It doesn't seem, well, obviously they're doing it that way for a reason that it gives you a certain type of control and mm-hmm. then you have the goggles. I don't, I've never done one. I, I actually feel goggles? like I might get nauseous if I, if I were to do it. I don't like that kind of stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, so it's like, like VR, I don't shoot, it's like, like yeah, VR yeah. goggles. Yeah, it's oh. like VR goggles. Yeah. So it's like, well, I don't know. That could be easier for someone, well, especially no, I, if they're I, like a, a gamer. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think so. So Mark, you'd be, you know, <laughs> you're always. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it could be fun for us, yeah, exactly. but it's also like when I, there's a, you know, a higher end agent in LA mm-hmm. kind of Ventura County who does them. And I would look and you'd look at his, whenever he posts them and it cre- they create buzz yeah, for the realtor. For sure. For us, so it's yeah. like just that alone. I could yeah, be worth so it. so I feel like w- what could we do? So it's fifteen hundred bucks, and then how much? Like I would say maybe it'll cost us a thousand bucks in R and D. You mm-hmm. know, by the time we're paying people to 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 do it, to you know, do the test ones and mm-hmm. and figure out how to fly it. I mean, I mean that's probably 
generous. I mean, I don't think it would actually cost us that much because uh, no. how many is like how many hours would it take to actually get it to a yeah. point where I mean, I don't know how steep the learning curve is, but yeah. And so, and if we could get both, you know, Marco and Dustin trained on it. So even so you say all in for 2,500 bucks, um, you know, how many do we have to sell to make that worth it? And, and granted, if we're selling that and what's the price point we could sell them at. Right. And in the, what also has to be taken into account is that if someone is going to do one of those, it's at the expense of doing our other video. Mm -hmm. So our like $375 yeah. video that, you know, we have an okay margin on. That's so, what I've been thinking. It's like, are you going to get new video clients or are they just going to swap out a product, right? And you make a hundred bucks more instead of five. Yeah, well, like, but the, I think it would have to be more than a hundred bucks more. I don't mm -hmm. think we could price it at like the cinematic twilight rate. Cause I think obviously that price point is tough for people mm -hmm. or they're not, they're not wanting to spend that. But I think if we had it be 700 or 675 or something, mm -hmm. I mean, I think it could be yeah, like a sweet spot between the highest price video and then our regular. Yeah. Yeah. It would have to be enough where, um, you know, it is worth it where, where there's enough of a, so if we were able to charge, say three, six seventy five, that's $300 more than our, than our basic video. So still we'd have to do what eight or nine. I mean, we'd have to do basically 10 to make it mm -hmm. profitable. Could we do 10? I think we could do 10. Of I them. think so. Yeah. I mean, over what kind of time span by the end of the year, maybe, I mean, yeah. Especially. Well, and, and yeah, and, and and there's also the benefit of being able to trumpet it on our Instagram and, and then also be known for always having the cutting edge. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially if we can nail it for it to look that much better than our regular video. So it right. just looks... Well, I don't know if it will look better. It's just like a cooler... It's like, it's well, that's like, what I mean. Cooler, yeah, not yeah, better. I was going to say, because I, I think it actually Sorry. doesn't look as good, right? Because you don't have as much control right. because you're not going to be, you know, putting filters on because you're shooting both inside and outside. So you're really just going to have to auto exposure it. And, right. You know, and it's weird. I don't particularly like them because you, especially when you get in a house, you like have to make these like weird turns and it can mm -hmm. be kind of quick. It's not... I mean, I'm also older... So maybe for younger people like you, Chelsea, maybe it's really your thing. It's really <laughs> I don't, your, your I don't thing. Know. <laughs> I'm like an old soul. Yeah, you are. So. That's true. I mean, there's, um, as far as like the clients and one, there's only one client that's men ever mentioned it to us or oh, like really? talked about it or said, oh, this is kind of cool. Or I think hey. so. I think there's a few people. I, I feel like there's five clients who'd be like, damn, I'm doing this every I, time. I agree. And, uh, you know, on our side, I like think JW. it would be. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think it would be exciting for our yes. team members yeah, to learn something were, new and were. it might reignite some fire in their, <laughs> in their right. passion for this. Right, right, so. right, right. Yeah, that's part no, of it. I, I, I think, no, because part of it is, is, is what I always think about when we have our employees is that this is an opportunity or working for us is an opportunity to learn new skills. And so yeah. I mm -hmm. think having, and if you are like an ACE FPV drone flyer, I mean, that's a marketable skill. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and, and I know already with uh, both Marco and Dustin working for us, they've really increased their skill sets and made them more marketable for, you know, when they, when they move on from our company. Yeah. If and when. Just the amount of hours they put in, right. With the yeah. gimbal and the drone and all that. They're just like, I mean, Marco oh, yeah. had never flown a drone before he worked with us. And yeah, he now like he's doing like, great stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I definitely, um, see that as, as something that, that, that they would be really into. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And even Mark, well, Mark apparently won. Yeah. Here. I was like, oh, I that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mark got excited. All too. right. Well, let's, uh, let's just order it. 
What do you? I need to think on these things. I'm not as impulsive as you are. Mark's just sitting there nodding with a half smile. You know, this is an audio format, Mark. Oh my bad. People can't see this beautiful face nodding. I'm processing. I'm thinking. <laughs> well, but we first brought it up like four days ago. How much more yeah. time do you need? Jeez. And we just he we wasn't just, processing over the weekend. Yeah, right? Right. <laughs> but we but but that's the thing is I I guess I'm more of a like well we just talked about it. we just figured out that we could sell it and make it work and make money on it. So I why wouldn't we get it? What we talked we about it. What I guess we, we're. I mean, no. what are we waiting for? Should we? What are we going to do a survey we, with our clients? And yeah. Next, well, I mean. well, exactly. And and here's the thing. So it's the last week of August. So if we order it now, maybe we can roll this out by October first. If we wait till the mid September, then oh, well, I guess it'll be ready for November. Oh, when yeah, there's right, no when listings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think if we can bust this out and be ready to rock by, you know, so, so I don't know if if they're back ordered or if if you can just get the drone immediately. Yeah. But if uh, we can. Um, you know, knock this out and have it ready by mid-September. Heck, man, we we yeah. could we could sell those ten by the end of the year. And we talked about too the other thing, right? It's a liability yes, part. You're yeah. fly, I mean, you see these things online. People are flying through chandeliers and underneath grand pianos, and like there's yeah. like potential damage. So we talked about putting some kind of waiver together. Or, yeah. And it's like I'm curious if anyone out there is doing this or has a waiver or has oh, crashed yeah. a drone or like you know what a, what is the oh worst I've crashed case? a drone many times yeah but into someone's <laughs> like ten thousand dollar chandelier that no, falls to the ground yeah like, no you know, I haven't done that so I'm just curious like you know but how big is it it's got to be tiny it's got to be small yeah yeah so it looks in the photos it looks big but I didn't watch any of the mm-hmm. videos of it flying around or anything so yeah I don't know I haven't seen it to scale I guess but no no. Well, we will, what is it? Probably two day shipping. So I'll order mm-hmm. it this afternoon. Yeah. We'll... Watch the videos first, <laughs> then <laughs> decide. Send it to my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I should, cause I'm not going to fly it. Uh, no, I literally, I think I would throw up. Um, so uh, the other thing that I, we, we want to touch on um, is uh, kind of our, our, our roles because it, and it does go back to that last podcast with Jeff where we, you know, it, it goes back to that ultimate why of why we're doing the business. Um, and I had talked about how my goal was to not be involved in the day to day, kind of my five-year plan. And we're mm-hmm. almost up on four years of that. Um, but I, like Mark, Chelsea, I know you both like more, like, and, and Mark more, more generally, like when we first came together and we, we've talked about this, but that we, we had this vision of what the company can be, but I don't mm-hmm. think we really delineated what we wanted our individual roles to be. Right. And, um, certainly like lead podcaster was not on my radar <laughs> at that time. And, you know, it's kind of what I do now. <laughs> Podcasting at all was nowhere near my radar, but here I am. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what, what are you thinking about? Like what, 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 um, you know, where are you at on, on mm-hmm. that stuff? I mean, it's kind of interesting when, when I think back to those first couple of meetings that we had, we really like going in, we really didn't know each other that well. Right, no, Obviously 18 months in, it's, it's a lot different, but it's kind of, I didn't really know what your skill set was or, right. you, you know, we both, I think wanted to shoot less and have a better work-life balance, but right. that's kind of all we really articulated about it. Right. So it's kind of like, it's kind of, I feel like it's evolved on its own over yeah. the last year and a bit. Yeah. As to where it's like, it became more urgent yeah. for you to get out of the field. And I feel like, yeah, I want to shoot less, but I still, right. I don't see myself never shooting. And then in the near right. future, right. I still enjoy that part of it. So, well, I do I, like, I would put it like in almost very simple terms, like from what I can see and you're exactly right. We didn't know each other that well, but I've come to know you as a, as a very, very 
detail oriented person who, you, you know, you really are able to get in there and you, you always have all the details completely dialed in. And I feel like I'm much more sloppy and I'm much, but I, but I'm more, maybe a bigger picture yeah. thinker. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that didn't sound conceited, did it? I, but it's just like that. I, I'm, I, like I always have like the grand ideas, mm-hmm. for better or for worse. I don't yeah, think that's I always think, a good thing. I think that works well for us. I mean, even just talking about this drone thing, it's just mm-hmm. like you're kind of like, yeah, this seems like a good idea. Let's go for it. I'm like more sitting back, like yes. processing, thinking. Oh, maybe that'll be a good idea. We'll do it at some point. But right. I feel like that's good for the business and good for us. Right. You push yeah. me a little bit. Maybe I hold you back a little bit. Yeah. And it's just kind of this good. Totally. Personality match that works. And it's also just a bigger business look. It's like businesses like that I follow and I follow some guys on online that talk about like to make a business work and to scale it, you need to have two kind of roles or two personalities. One is like a visionary that is like, that's, that's like me. kind of a, <laughs> I knew you'd like that word. I'm like, I'm a visionary. <laughs> it's like someone who's kind of stepping back looking at the bigger picture, where's the business going, looking, thinking right. about podcasts, thinking about getting involved in the conference, like just bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's someone who's an integrator that kind of helps that person channel that stuff that's more involved in like the day-to-day. Right. So it's kind of like a CEO and a COO. I'm more involved in the operations. You're kind of more pulled back. So, that's that's so we of, just made up those terms that, that mm-hmm. we, I, I'll be the CEO. You, and it fits our personality. It kind of works. Even, yeah. Wow. Well, look at that. Perfect fit. Oh. <laughs> because if we're both... <laughs> Sloppy visionaries, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might not work as well. No, or if we're both like in the trenches disaster. and like, yeah. you know, so to have that difference, I feel like that works for us. Yeah, it does. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you feel that way. Cause sometimes I feel, um, a little guilty about like stepping back from shooting. Like I, like I, I don't, cause I really don't want to just leave you with all the work, you know, with all the, with all that day-to-day work. And, but, but I do know that your, your load has been significantly lessened yeah. since we've come together. Well, yeah. You, totally. you, know, you have much more free time and yeah. And just, you know, like we talked about with the vacation, when all of that stuff that Chelsea takes care of comes back on your plate, you suddenly realize, man, there's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to go back to that. We've come a long way from that. Right. And I, I don't mind shooting, even doing the uh, twilight shoot on a Friday night or whatever has right. to be done for the business. Cause it's just like. It's more manageable. So yeah, it's right. definitely in a better place. Right. So Chelsea, I'm, I'm actually curious about you as well. Cause, and I know we, we had talked a, a few weeks ago uh, because we were, and, and I guess the backstory on this is like, is one of the jobs that you would do was this final pass on the photos that come back from the editors. Cause you know, the editors, they're great. It just never is quite a hundred percent though. Right. You got to get at that last 10%. Um, and we, at a certain point, and we, we were kind of gearing up for you were taking a vacation in the spring and we knew it was going to be busy and we we're like, Oh my God, I don't know that we can <laughs> absorb this. So we had Nikki who works for us and she's uh, loves doing post. And so we thought, Oh, why don't we actually set her up to be able to do that? And so then over a few weeks, she learned how to do it and started taking that off your plate and then completely took it off your plate. And then, um, over the summer, Nikki had had this other job that before she started working for us, that was a little more seasonal. And she had always told us, Hey, when this comes back, I'm going to, my availability for you guys is going to be less. And so she mm-hmm. was now not being there for three days a week and <laughs> you were, you had oh. to do all the, all the photos. Mm-hmm. And I think, wasn't she like gone or something? And then you had, there was like a week you had to do like all the photos. Yeah. Or um, I don't, I don't remember. I think it was just really busy. Yeah. And those three days was, it was a lot. Right. It was like 12 shoots a day. Right. Each day. Yeah. And then it just reminded me 
how overwhelming it can be. Right. Yeah. Well, because that was just part of your job and you didn't know, but then when it got took off your plate. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just like me going out of town and Mark having mm-hmm. everything on his plate again, you feel this enormous amount of stress and like pressure mm-hmm. to do it all. And on top of all that, I was doing all the admin stuff. So I don't think I, I didn't mind it as much the first mm-hmm. year when I was doing it all myself. Right. It was just, that was my job right. and I was used to it. Um, but then after, you know, unloading that and then taking it on again, it really showed me how much I hate doing that. Wow. <laughs> and I, it actually was like a huge realization to me because, you know, I, I was always a photographer in my yeah. past and that was always the worst part for me was the editing. I would mm-hmm. get really excited about it the first like day or two after. And then if I didn't finish, I really dreaded doing that mm-hmm. work. And if it was a shoot, I was not excited about it all to begin with. Mm-hmm. I, I would put off the editing and I hated it so much. Mm. So since I'm not a real estate photographer, <laughs> editing real estate photos was not my passion. <laughs> <laughs> where where I feel like Nikki likes it actually. She loves it. Yeah, she gets is, into all the, the nitty gritty details of the <laughs> editing, right? And she right. loves taking out she a real it. estate sign or a garbage can. Yeah, it's like she's that's all for it. Yeah, but you you felt like though in those moments, like it was like dragging you down. Yeah, I got like I got pretty depressed. Um, not just because of that, but I think I was feeling lonely. My husband's you know been gone for months and. I think I just, all of it was overwhelming and school was out. So it was like full-time mom on top of all that. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So this one overwhelmed. I didn't know that. I know. Well, I didn't say anything and I actually, I think we were recording a podcast and I mentioned it and then Reed was like, oh, I see that. It it makes sense now. And I was like, wait, you noticed? (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's not good. I think you said something like we had a conversation later and and you just kind of said, oh, I I bet I just feel like I've been a little depressed lately. And and then it was not something that I was thinking about. But the second you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I I, I see that. I I was like, oh, God, I didn't want you to see that. What what do you mean you see that? Well, I talk to you every day. And so you just know, like, there, it it would, you know, it's just a little around the edges of like, they're just not quite the same. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think as an, as an employee, as an employer, rather as a boss, you kind of want your employees, I mean, I don't expect them to jump out of bed and like, I can't wait to work today, but it's <laughs> right. like, you don't, the opposite of that is you don't want them waking up and being like, Oh my God, like, yeah, I don't want people dreading clocking in or being depressed about, you know, so I'm glad you brought that up. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I love can, working with you. I do get excited and like, I, I, I'm happy working every day, but it was just yeah. that realization of seeing how much I didn't like that end of it was right. a wake up call for me. And yeah. it was a good, I mean, it was a good thing, I guess, because it showed me what I don't right. want to be doing. And right. I well, remember do- that was a question you guys asked me, mm-hmm. you know, but a, a while back was like, what do you not want to be doing in a year? Yeah. Like what do, but now I can ask the question, what do you want to be doing? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I still, mm-hmm. I just want to like be growing and doing the right. marketing stuff and, we just have a couple minutes here, but how, how do we all feel like about the podcast? Like how, you know, I, and yeah, go ahead. I'm loving it. Are you? I think it's fun. I think it's great. Yeah. It's, the podcast for me, I always, you know, it's one of those things that I knew would be good. And, it, but for me, I was never bold enough mm-hmm. or it's just not my style to like yeah. just jump in and do it. Yeah. So you kind of pushed us into it and I feel like 
where it's just us sitting in a room talking. You don't yeah. really know if it's working, but all the feedback we're getting and all the yeah. interaction, I feel like it's it's been very rewarding. And yeah, it's just I, been good for us personally with the business just to kind of talk things out. And I think it's been positive. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those things you don't realize how great it's going to be until you just start mm-hmm. and yeah. you just have a good flow and it's yeah, become I, something really, really, really great. I, I've, I, you know, I've had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, I think it's helped me kind of re-energize a, a, a bit about the business, you know, cause it's, it's just working on it in a different way and then kind of leading up to the PMRE thing and, and, you know, hopefully we can get more stuff going and, and on this side of our business. And so I, yeah, it, it, it's been great. I, um, and I just want to say credit to you. I mean, you oh, came yeah, into this, I wasn't having, for compliments, no, but, but <laughs> you came into this, you had a podcast before you knew yeah, the right. back end, you knew what it took, you knew the production side of it, you knew, you know, how to be with a guest and interview and just how to run a podcast. Like if we both came into it blind and I know we mentioned it to a few people like, yeah, podcasts are kind of tricky. They're not as easy as they seem. You're not just sitting chatting. Yeah. No, it's a lot of work. You pulled it it off. And it's constant. Mm -hmm. Um, So are you sure that's all you want, Chelsea? Because I feel like, do you want like an action item or something? (sighs) I guess so. <laughs> no, I love action items. Oh, so do I. All to go first if you want. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, you're the, you're the employee. You go first. Okay. Yeah. So my action item is talking about, you know, project management and marketing to create a project management sheet, write down uh, and, and make we have one of those. sections. We do. Mm. <laughs> I was just looking at it, make sections of each topic. So marketing, even just the admin tasks that need to be done and then keep track of where you're at in each Mm -hmm. stage of those projects. So whether, you know, it's in progress or has not been started yet, that way you can really keep track of everything that needs to be done, whether it's cleaning up your Dropbox or, you know, reaching out on Instagram events, brokerage presentations, really map all those things out and keep track of where you're at with all of them. Mm-hmm. Get them out of your head or get yeah. them off a to-do right. list, exactly. put them in an actual, right. like, right. Yeah. Make sure you start following through with some yeah. of them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that's you always say you action. have to look at, yeah. The, yeah. the other action item is to actually look <laughs> actually at the list. Do them. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, I'll go. Go for uh, it. Yeah. Um, I, I like, it's actually something that we, we kind of actually did in real time today on the podcast. And, and I think it's a good idea to step back and every so often look at the services you're offering and seeing where you might be able to either innovate or bring on something new to help, uh, to, to help make your offerings exciting to your clients. So, cause if it's just year after year of the same old four things, then mm-hmm. it gets a little stale for everyone. So I think adding in, um, something new, whether it's, uh, like now Cubicost is doing all these, it's so easy to do the four plans or whatever it is, the FPV video. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great opportunity to sit down and just, look at, look at the, what you're offering and see if there's some leverage you can gain with the skill sets you have to offer a new product and, and create some excitement yeah. with your clients. Yeah. And your staff. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. that's great. <laughs> totally. Okay. I'm up. Yeah. So I'm, I just want to mention, like we talked about YouTube being on vacation and mm-hmm. do our systems and processes work. And I think it's valuable if you're starting to scale and bring people on to kind of look at redundancies and backup plans in your business and essentially making sure that just basically looking at your vulnerabilities in in your business. Mm -hmm. Because when you're a solo shooter, you have a lot of vulnerabilities, right? If you break an ankle and you can't shoot, your business gets shut down. If your car breaks down, you can't drive to a shoot. Right. So as you start to scale and we have employees, like when we first came together, we just had Dustin was our only person that could do video. 
So if he went on vacation or his equipment broke, then we can't do video. Right. We fix that problem by hiring Marco. And so basically looking at your business, looking at those vulnerabilities and trying to put in backup plans or making sure that you have a system or a process or spare equipment, whatever it is, to make sure that your, your business is not vulnerable to one thing breaking or one person getting right. sick. Yeah. Ah, love it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone. But this is fun. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll do these, you know, maybe once a quarter and, and we'll you know, keep you abreast of what's going on in the, in the upmarket world. And uh, so we're going to, you know, we're leading up to PMRE here coming in November. We're going to be doing shows all the way through. Um, so we got a lot more content coming. We'll, and, I, and I don't know, we may take some break over the winter, but we might not. Maybe, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what, what, it, what feels good. Uh, thank you, everyone. We will be back soon with more podcasts. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Media. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and recorded, edited, and mixed by Marco Guerrero. We're so happy you listened today and really hope you'll listen to the next one too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to do any Friday night twilight shoots. Thank you for everything.